Friday night with Grace and Louise. I'm Grace. And I'm still alive. And my name's Louise. <laughs> and I have a basketball game tomorrow. <laughs> Tell them what happened to you this week, Louise. Um, I got strep throat again. Yay! Um, or some sort of throat thing that's been recurring for the last year and a half. This is the seventh time it's happened. Her suck. They suck us. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, she is past the stage of having balls in her throat. Yes. But her her uh, voice is still sensitive, so we're going to have a little more grace-focused activity yes. this week. It's very scratchy to talk. <laughs> yes. So she will talk a bit, um, but we will take a little of the pressure off. Um, and so I was thinking of another way in which we could still podcast without making her talk a lot. And my thought was that since we... Um, love to do songs so much um perhaps she could come up with a list of topics and read me one and give me 30 seconds and i'll come up with a short song and um then i'll play for her so yeah Mm -hmm. that's the plan so i've got my ukulele here i got the little one because that's what i like to use for sillier songs plastic covered furniture that old ladies have. Excuse me, guys. <laughs> Sorry, everyone, my phone's blowing up. I don't know if you can hear that or not. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Plastic covered furniture. You make me slide around. <laughs> Plastic covered furniture. I ended up on the ground. Plastic covered furniture. <laughs> Old ladies want their couches to look nice. But really, they make acid come out of my eyes. Yeah. That was beautiful. What was the title? Uh, sliding around. Sexual. <laughs> Alright. You ready for the next one? I feel like the fact that my ukulele is out of tune just makes it better. <laughs> is it? <laughs> um, let's see. I have a couple of things. So I'm just trying to pick like the freeform jazz. While she's doing that, everyone, I'll let you know that we are drinking very expensive. I shouldn't be drinking, but I am. Um, sparkling Syrah that we got at a winery and it's delicious. And we took Bowie to the winery with us and it was great. It was a great day. And then I got sick. 
And then the Fire Nation attacked. <laughs> Just kidding. Prefers, my lady. Mmm, some finger picking. Yeah, get him in there, girl. Form jazz it, girl. <laughs> balls but it tastes a lot better and you can find it at the mall cotton candy cotton candy you taste so sweet I don't want to rub you on my feet <laughs> that would be sticky cotton candy cotton candy don't want you on my feet but you taste really sweet. <laughs> Thank you. Penny farthing. Penny farthing. You know that bike with like the one big wheel. And then yeah. The little wheel. And then... That's true. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'll tell you what. You could do penny farthing or monocle. I already started writing the Penny Farthing song in my head, so. Alright. Cotton candy, cotton candy. Just have to free fall on this one. Right. Bowie is waiting. Such a tune. Mm. <laughs> Good. I know how much you hate it. 
So I'm purposely not tuning it. Okay. <laughs> Betty Farthing, you are a thing that's on old lady stationery a lot. Usually they're wearing a monocle and they got a bowler hat and they're Betty Farthing. <laughs> A bike thing that's not very well made. <laughs> but you're on some cards. <laughs> I think that was my best one yet. <laughs> I honestly want to withdraw my endorsement for that last one. I will not be paying the studio for that. <clears throat> Next one is pocket lint. I'm gonna do one more after this one. Pocket Lint, Pocket Lint, what a great surprise! Hey, what's in my pocket? Is it a mouse? No! It's Lint! Pocket Lint, Pocket Lint, your around just casually so they want to rest and they rest on some lint. Lord bear me <laughs> Magical. <laughs> yep. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Alright, last one. Cuckoo clocks. Okay. I need some more of this for that.
some reason someone made you. I don't want to be scared when you tell me the time. But instead I get the bejesus scared out of me every time. That was my favorite one! That's a good place to end it. That was a good one. Good job. Alright, thank you. Thank good you. Mm-hmm. Hope y'all enjoyed uh, my songs. I'll be releasing my first album on Bandcamp under a different name. Oh, we have to title that one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, unnecessary. Mm. <laughs> Is that... Uh... Didn't, uh, what's her name, write a song? Oh, no, that's unwritten. Never mind. <laughs> Natasha Bedding. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So the other thing we were going to do today, you know that we like to do our horoscopes from Ganesha Speaks, but our dear friend Sarah Foster turned us on to a new app that we've been trying called CoStar. It's a very in-depth astrology, and it gives you a little daily thing um, and tells you a lot about your sign and about your compatibility with the friends you had. So we thought that it might be fun to use the rest of the podcast (laughs) to go through our signs and talk about our relationship with each other according to the app. And um, then we'll look at what our, they do give you a daily, so we'll look at our daily for tomorrow. So um, getting started here. Um, so they're really long, like the descriptions of each sign are super long, so I think I'm just going to, we could just go through and kind of skim it and do some of the highlights. Mm-hmm. Um, so they tell you all the things. I don't know what any of this means, but it says, like, your sun in Cancer, moon in Pisces, ascendant in Virgo, whatever, whatever. It's all the different planets and yeah. whatever constellation. Yeah, whatever like wherever they are, whatever. Yeah, and the, what house. Yeah. So um, I, as you know, am Cancer. Um, they also ask you for the time that you were born. I think I was about 10 a.m., so that's what I put in. There is, like, one thing on here that says it, a couple difference makes an hour, so it could be wrong. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll go ahead and read some of my, this is, like, my general chart. Um, so sun in cancer. Sun determines your ego identity and role in life. This is the core of who you are. Your sun is cancer, meaning you are fundamentally sensitive, nurturing, and gentle. Your emotions seem like a burden to you. You're deeply committed to your relationships and being good to the people you care about. You may have trouble with self-discipline. That's pretty accurate. Um, yeah, and then um, my moon is in Pisces. The moon rules your emotions, moods, and feelings. This is like this likely the sign you most think of yourself as, since it reflects your personality when you're alone or deeply comfortable. Your moon is in Pisces, meaning your emotional self is empathetic, dreamy, sensitive, and gentle. It's a lot of gentleness. You feel vulnerable much of the time and desperately wish for a partner who deeply understands you. And it it says it's in your seventh house, meaning you find security and safety through close relationships and long-term partnerships. Which is very true. I am definitely a relationship girl, and I like to have... um, a very few very close friendships um, where you're far closer than necessary. <laughs> <laughs> like to talk about scratching vaginas. Yeah. 
Ascendant in Virgo. Your ascendant is the mask you present to people. It can be seen in your personal style and how you come off to people when you first meet. Some say it becomes less relevant as you get older. This is the one. It says it changes every two hours, so if it doesn't make sense, text your mom to confirm your birth time. (laughs) Your ascendant is in Virgo, meaning you come across as precise, diligent, peace-seeking, and organized. You may seem a bit too attached to work details in the pursuit of perfection, which sometimes makes you seem a bit boring. Mm. Rude. Mercury in Cancer. Mercury determines how you communicate, talk, think, and process information. It indicates how you learn. Um, Your Mercury is in Cancer, meaning your intellect is emotional and empathetic. You have a strong intuition and a skill for diplomacy, but you may instead favor volatility and irrationality. Sighing is a favored mode of communication. (laughs) That one made me laugh when I read it last night. But also true. It's in your 11th house, meaning you're curious about and inclined to analyze your friends, how to make an impact on people, and your political life. Um, Venus in Gemini. There's Ned. Um, Venus determines how and what you love. Your Venus is in Gemini, meaning your romantic side is dynamic, curious, and easily bored. You love witty banter, but you may have trouble deepening your relationships. You tend to be a bit timid and discreet with your crushes because you don't know how to be forthright. Accurate. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Mars in Virgo. Mars is the planet of aggression. Your Mars is in Virgo, meaning you assert yourself in a way that is precise and you push things forward with diligence, intention, and hard work. You're rarely willing to go out on a limb. Your tendency to be intentional and analytical means you need to know that the situation is right before you act. That's pretty fair. That's the same, really similar to mine. Oh, really? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, it does say on here, similar to Louise. (laughs) Jupiter and Libra. One of the two social planets, Jupiter rules idealism, optimism, and expansion. You, your Jupiter is in Libra, meaning you grow and find understanding through harmony, balance, and seeing both sides to a situation also says you find success through money and material possessions true um the other social planet saturn um you struggle with obstinacy obstinacy a superiority complex and being overly detached oh my god (laughs) now this one does resonate with me it says it's in your sixth house meaning you have had difficulties with your day-to-day routines work and bodily health silence. <laughs> Uranus in Capricorn. Uranus stays in each sign for seven years. <laughs> We've been around the block. We've a generation more than a person. Um, other generations are shocked by your generation's sense of responsibility, seriousness, rationality, and hunger for power. I don't know that anyone said that about my generation, but... Um, for you, this manifests in rebelling against dated expectations about romance, self-expression, creativity, and pleasure. Mine for that is going to be the same, because we are out of, We're born... You're two years younger than me, right? Right. Yeah, so then... The, yeah, the, it says that I'm similar to all three of my friends that are on here. <laughs> three friends on there? I only have two. You and Sarah and Drew. I made him sign up last night. You can add him. Um, Neptune and Capricorn. Neptune stays in each sign for around 14 years, meaning it rules a generation more than a person. It rules dreams, imagination, and unconscious. Your Neptune is in Capricorn, meaning your entire generation finds inspiration through hard work, responsibility, seriousness, and ambition. Checks out. 
Um, meaning for you, this manifests in your ideal, verging on unrealistic and impractical, about romance, self-expression, creativity, and pleasure. And lastly, Pluto in Scorpio. Pluto stays in each sign for up to 30 years, meaning it rules a generation more than a person. It rules power, intensity, obsession, and control. Your Pluto is in Scorpio, meaning your generation's psyche is comparatively passionate, intense, serious, private, self-obsessed, and perceptive. You personally are transforming outdated knowledge and played-out familiarity. Mm. Oh, for the most part, like a lot of those things were pretty accurate. But some of them I wasn't like, like, oh, that's me. But so mine for some of mine, I was like, that's really accurate. And of course, that's how you know. Yeah. I mean, you look for that kind of you. stuff in astrology, but yeah. I always find it fun when there's one thing like talking about my bodily health, and I'm like, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. All right, tell us about you, uh, Leo. So I'm a Leo. Um, my son is in Leo. It says, meaning you are fundamentally bold and proud. You love attention and to be cared for. You pay it back in kind with your charm and your ability to make people feel better when they're blue. You know what your skills are and how to use them. It's in your second house, meaning you feel the need to distinguish yourself from others through money, material possessions, and security. I feel like I agree with a lot of that, but I don't yeah. really feel the need to distinguish myself. By the way, if your voice is too tired to go through this whole thing, let me know. That's okay. <clears throat> it's just going to sound like glasses rolling around back there. We're fine with that. <laughs> um, your moon is in Capricorn. Uh, don't tell me how to live my life. <laughs> Uh, meaning your emotional self is somewhat repressed in the name of responsibility, seriousness, and rationality. You crave the guidance and comfort of a teacher or parent. It's in your sixth house, meaning you find security and safety through work, routines, and bodily health. And I highly agree with all of that. Yeah. Gotta eat them vegetables. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Ascendant in Cancer. Let's see. Uh, your ascendant is in Cancer, <clears throat> meaning you come across as gentle, intuitive, and warm, though some may regard this as overly emotional or sensitive to criticism. That makes sense to me. Yeah, I get that. Uh, Mercury in Leo. Um, <clears throat> your Mercury is in Leo meaning your intellect is persuasive, idealistic, and bold. A natural leader, you speak articulately and with confidence. You use creativity and warmth to win others' attention. You may come off as overbearing or conceited. <laughs> it's in your second house, meaning you are curious about and inclined to analyze what is valuable to you, the resources, talents, money, self-worth you have, and the resources you want. I agree with most of that. Yeah. Some, I don't know that I've ever come off as conceited. Mm -hmm. I, I honestly haven't ever asked. <laughs> Never thought it would be possible. Um, let's see. Venus in Virgo. <clears throat> Meaning your romantic side is hyper-analytical. Accurate. Um, you overanalyze everything. Accurate. <laughs> and will hide your feelings until you feel absolutely certain also accurate. Yes. You can be a bit nitpicky and controlling, but it comes out of thoughtfulness and care for the other. Accurate. <laughs> accurate. <laughs> it's in your second house, meaning that for you, love is often expressed in money and material possessions, which I disagree with. 
wholeheartedly. Um, I like to show, I'm, I'm awful at buying gifts and it always, I have like gift giving anxiety. So I'm more like, let me do a thing for you or let me tell you how great you're doing. <clears throat> Mars in Virgo. Let's see, your Mars is in Virgo, meaning you assert yourself in a way that is precise and you push things forward with diligence, intention, and hard work. You're rarely willing to go out on a limb. Your tendency to be intentional and analytical means you need to know that the situation is right before you act. Um, it's in your third house, meaning you put a lot of energy into the things you know and are familiar with. Also accurate, but I'm also like really into exploring new hobbies and things. Yeah. And Jupiter and Leo, is this? are these the ones when it started? I think so. Your Jupiter is in Leo, meaning you grow and find understanding through magnan magnanimity. <laughs> Inspire, inspiring confidence thinking big and feeling good about yourself it's in your second house meaning you find success through money and material possessions who doesn't <laughs> I mean success is also like relationships and friendships and things like that and like the way you make people feel anyway Saturn and Aquarius <coughs> yeah superiority oh, complex Saturn. and being overly detached it's um, but it's in your seventh house, meaning you have had difficulties with close relationships and long-term partnerships, which is so accurate. <laughs> um, so you got the relationships and I got the, uh, day-to-day -day routines and bodily health. That makes sense. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, let's see. Uranus and Capricorn. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you yeah. So all the same stuff, the. Um, generation sense of responsibility seriousness rationality and hunger for power however for me it's in my sixth house meaning that for you this manifests and no it's the same thing in rebelling against dated expectations and work routines i think from I here on out they're the same thing manifests in your idea of verging on unrealistic and impractical about work routines and bodily health and then yeah so the rest of them, right. they would be the same as Grace's, because yeah. they only change, like, every million years. Got it. <laughs> Not million, but, like, seven <laughs> and 14 and 30 or something. Yeah. I'd agree I with... I felt like a lot of those were pretty accurate. Yeah, I agree with many of what was said. And... Okay, let me pull up you. We can go through our little uh, comparison here. <clears throat> okay, so we have a smiley face for moods and emotions, sex and aggression, philosophies of life, senses of responsibility. We have a mm, neutral face for basic identities and intellect and communications, and we have a sad face for love and pleasure. <laughs> oh. um, so this is Sun, me, Cancer, then Leo. Um, so... So this is a comparison of, yes. of our compatibility, based yes. on our exact charts. This pairing can be challenging. You are selfless by nature, while they have the tendency to be self-obsessed. You is, is me, because I'm writing from mine. Um, they run the risk of taking advantage of your generous nature and depleting your emotional resources, while you are worrying has the potential to extinguish their fiery optimism. You both hold great capacity for love. 
If you are able to overcome your differences, they will be able to help you out of your shell, and you will be able to give them the care and affection they crave. Mm. It actually says give them the car and affection they crave. So I'm assuming that it's supposed to be care, but maybe I'm supposed to give you a car. I don't know. I, I think, I think it's hard it means, to say for sure. I think it means you need to give me a car. <laughs> I do feel like the end of that is pretty accurate. Yeah. Because, like, you, I, I mean, one of the reasons that we became friends is because you're a most, more social person who gravitated toward me because I'm shy. Mm-hmm. And then I was, I give you a loving friendship which I think is something that's very important to you. I agree. Um, Moon. So, uh, my moon's in Pisces. I'm empathetic, dreamy, sensitive, and gentle. Your emotional self is repressed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You can instinctively empathize with each other's moods and feelings. That's really true. I would say that's true. Um, Then, Mercury... Um, you don't really understand how each other thinks. Accurate. You may have to make some adjustments to how you naturally communicate. <laughs> I would, I would agree. I don't know if you would agree with that, but I would agree. No, with I, that. I think that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then Venus. That's the one about love stuff. It's challenging to understand the other's approach to love, and romantically, you frequently end up feeling unloved or uncared for. Oh, do you? Oh no. Okay. <laughs> I would say that I don't understand your approach to love always, so. (laughs) That's true. true. I'm an odd duck. Let's just be real. Oh, so here we go. Uh, For Mars, your passion and sexuality are extremely compatible. Mm. Oh, that's sex we're having. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, Jupiter, the ways you grow and dream are aligned and make intuitive sense to each other. Probably why living with you for eight months has been the best living situation <laughs> I've ever been in. Oh, here's one that's pretty true. Saturn. So this is the other social planet. We're both in Aquarius. Um, your struggles are similar, and you likely can help each other work through them. That's true. That's pretty true. All right. So we went through to our charts. We did our compatibility. So let's just look at what's coming tomorrow for us. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow, it's the last day <laughs> of May. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, apparently we're really similar for a lot of this. Oh, I'm similar with Thera. There's a whole lot for us. Do you want me to go first? Or you want to go first? I don't know. I'll just go. Okay. okay, so this is for Friday. Um, so this is tomorrow, power and spirituality, sex and love, and self-pressure and work, thinking and creativity, and social life. <laughs> Today is a good day to express yourself, break the rules with someone. You are in a safe place to bring creativity or romance into your life. You may experience this as how you grow and expand, supporting your desire to dissolve boundaries and feel connected. You can start with telling a piece of the truth. The general theme of your life during this period is to take advantage of your heightened capacity to get things done. Travel to unknown places is good for your self-development. Um, let's see. 
there's a lot of other detailed stuff here. Some of ours may be similar. Um, there's a section that says self-respect. Um, your moon in Pisces could be the reason for your gentleness. Um, your ability to map the territory of the mind gives you the power to realize that you are not a victim. You do not need to be cured. You're a person and you can find balance. Hmm. Magnetism. Um, your tendency to get stuck in negative thought cycles will help you welcome both pleasure and pain without judgment. Experience suffering and happiness without a preference for either. Remember that you control the direction of your tenderness. It says I'm similar to you on that one. Supernatural grace. You're connecting with your spiritual side and people who know how to strategize can benefit you. You now have the ability to be part of something bigger than yourself. Um, uncharted waters. You generally don't shy away from conflict when you've been hurt, but lately your task is to experience the world's hellish brutality. Mm. Practice finding joy in challenges rather than one in what feels pleasant. Friendship is one of this life's only pleasures. Don't ruin it with your unresolved trauma. <laughs> wow. Oh my god. I can call that. I feel attacked by your horoscope. <laughs> Professional growth. You're interested in growing professionally and you need to decide whether ignorant people will impede or assist you. You may question your ability to keep work from bleeding into your leisure time. Give yourself space to identify why you believe material things will solve your problems. And lastly, change in perception. You seek to develop your communication skills and you need to decide whether lost souls will impede or assist you. You may question your ability to generate new thoughts. Think hard about what will give you lifelong pleasure. Mm. <laughs> All right. Um, so it's just... Oh, shoot. It's just normal, right? Like, it's just... Yeah. Okay. Um, tomorrow, power and work, thinking and creativity, spirituality, social life, sex and love, and self. Um, power... Self-respect. Pluto is letting you breathe right now. This means that it's easy to access your power as a healer. It's a good time to develop the courage to feel everything. But we just farted. <laughs> <laughs> there are many ways to come to grips with emotions. For example, instead of repressing your passions, try to find their true source. <laughs> Magnetism. Mars is stimulating you right now. Oh. Thanks, Mars. <laughs> Mars, is that consensual? I needed it. <laughs> this means that you are able to say no. It's a good time to express yourself through your work. Ask for what you need. Um, charisma. <laughs> Earlier when we were going through, like, you're like, oh, just pull up your thing. This is one of the first things that I looked at and I had to giggle. <laughs> so everyone bear with me. Uranus is stimulating you right now. <laughs> Again, Why I are we such sixth graders? I don't know. It's just so funny. Again, Uranus is stimulating <laughs> you right now. She choked on my wine. I thought I could get through it. <laughs> this means that you are able to seek out the new. It's a good time to use your logic. Examine the integrity of your social relations. Mm. Professional success. The rebel in you is stimulated into action. During this time, try to focus on your significant relationships. When things are working, don't ask too many questions. Oh, shit. <laughs> that just ruins the fun. Oh, man. That's something I really gotta work on. Let's be real. <laughs> Supernatural grace. You're connected with your spiritual side. 
and focusing on utility can benefit you. This is your opportunity to find your place in the world. Imbue the ordinary with metaphysical qualities. <clears throat> the sacred is found in your daily life, in your neighbors, friends, and family, in your backyard. <laughs> Dead in my friends. That's the sacred in you. I'm feeling very spiritual. <laughs> <laughs> um, creative flow. The way you communicate is in a stable flow. During this time, try to get curious about your personal resources. You have access to every gift you were born with right now. Still, you have to make a conscious effort to use them. <laughs> I won't get into why that's so perfect. But we that's, can't talk about it, but it's very accurate. It's very accurate. Alright. Alright, so I just screenshotted like the top part, maybe... I don't know. We might be able to get back to it next week, but I don't know how long they keep the week open. Oh, uh, uh, Tuesday. Uh, yeah, they only do like a five day, so we should screenshot the top. And if there's anything in, towards the bottom that you think like might be more significant to come back to next week. Well, I want to screenshot Uranus stimulating. Oh, me. yeah, definitely. Okay, and then the last one's really good. Alright. Alright. Okay. I think this is a good length for our episode tonight. Nice and... Anything you want to tell the people? Um, if you're sick, and you know you're sick, and your doctors ain't listening to you, you fucking email them till they listen! Squeaky wheel gets the... Grease. Applause. <laughs> I love a good squeak. Um, but yeah, uh, don't let people push you around just because they have degrees. You know what's wrong with your body. Yeah. And getting some sort of infection in your throat seven times in a year is not normal. Yes. That is accurate. Also, if I die, nobody gets my stuff. Hold <laughs> on to everyone. What about you? <laughs> Whew, Nelly. Um, I've also been a very squeaky wheel this week. I've been trying to figure out a lot of healthcare stuff, um, determining what plan I need to be on once I don't have my dad's really good insurance anymore, um, because I do have MS. Um, and Bragging about it again. <laughs> it's my favorite thing about myself. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think, um, just going for the information you need and bothering people, they might hate you, but you will get the information you need. So just do it. That's something that I've always had to push myself on is making sure that, uh, I don't feel guilty for trying to get the information I need, even if it annoys the hell out of other people. Like, if I give me the information, you can be annoyed. It's fine. They can suck so, a dick. Yeah. So, uh, don't give up. Persevere. Uh, healthcare is a joke, and uh, you should be able to find the cheapest way to get it. And enjoy it when Uranus is stimulating you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and... uh, oh, God. I never get enough stimulation out of my anus. <laughs> I don't want to hear about Uranus! <laughs> I didn't want to hear about yours either, but you told me anyway. I was talking about Uranus! <laughs> I thought you were talking about you, mate. <laughs> no. No. 
Okay, okay, let's end this. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. Yay, press the button.